creativity just invites you uh, to come to the table and to um, and to release the status quo, to release what you think it needs to be, to um, to figure out a, a new way of doing things. You know, rather than saying, "Well, we're doing it this way because that's the way it's always been done," or "We do it this way because uh, because that's the way I was taught." Like like enough of that. What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation. I am joined by Chip Close. He is the owner of the appropriately named Chip Close Creative, which is a, uh, he's a restaurant consultant working with restaurant brands around the country to tell the stories that only they can tell. He's the host of the Restaurant Strategy Podcast, and uh, he has got the golden voice. So Chip, I am grateful that you can come on to uh, the Give an Ovation podcast and let us know what does a podcast voice sound like? Well, uh, what an introduction. I don't think I have a podcast voice, but thank you for the uh, thank you for the love. Uh, I appreciate you having me on here uh, to talk about what I do and, you know, uh, kind of what's plaguing uh, uh, chefs, operators and all of that and how we can make things better. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah. So first of all, Chip Close Creative, tell me about a little bit of what you do. Yeah, so really it stemmed from all my operational uh, experience. So I've been in the restaurant industry for 20 years. Uh, I made a name for myself uh, opening places from like, I don't know, 2005 to 2012. I opened nine places in that stretch. Uh, and I learned a ton about operations, how to you know run profitable restaurants, how to cut expenses, drive revenue, uh, how to build teams, manage teams, all of that. I switched over into uh, to marketing, over to the marketing side. Uh, I started becoming really fascinated uh, by that, especially as technology started becoming um, more of a part of, uh, of kind of the, our industry. Uh, put those together back in 2016 and I started my own uh, my own agency, my, my own company. Uh, really started out helping uh, restaurants with uh, their social media. Uh, and then that branched out into kind of web design and email marketing and then helping uh, put them uh, put together promotions for them and promotional calendars and helping them get organized. And somewhere in there, I realized like, wait a minute, now I've got all this operational experience to bring to the table. So I kind of brought that into the fold. Uh, Chip Close Creative uh, started as an agency where I could help uh, restaurants uh, do all of these things. And uh, slowly it's turned into this kind of uh, full tilt, you know, 360 degree uh, consultancy. Uh, I, I called the company creative because I think creativity is uh, is absolutely crucial. I think creativity uh, is is given a bad name. We think of tortured artists in rooms, uh, creating, cutting off ears, yeah, yeah, cutting off ears, creating, you know, uh, you know, you know, painting canvases, creating their their uh, their opus. But uh, really, I think creativity is about uh, solving problems. And if there's ever been a time uh, when we need to get creative in how we solve problems, this last year was it. Uh, and I think that won't change. I think that's that's always the key to business. Um, is to keep solving problems, to keep serving our audiences better. So that's why I called it that. That's uh, that's what I do. I just uh, I help uh, tighten up businesses. I help them kind of rethink things, uh, shift their their mindset, and come at their problems from a new direction to come up with more uh, interesting, innovative solutions. Now, Chip, one of the things that a lot of restaurant owners and operators are feeling right now is, quite frankly, like a little exhausted. 
right? You're talking about creativity. It is a lot of work, right? And it, it, it's not easy to be creative. And sometimes people look at creativity as, you know, let's get into a room and let's come up with a bunch of ideas. And, and Christy over at Shedwell came on our podcast and she had an interesting point. She said, if you're brainstorming in a room for more than two hours, you have the wrong people in the room. <laughs> like, yeah. And so anyway, so yeah, what do you think about, about the whole like creativity exhaustion? No, the, the work we do, the job is hard enough as it is, right? The, the job of running a restaurant, the job of marketing a restaurant, all of it, it's way too hard. Just being creative about it doesn't make it any, uh, any more difficult. Um, and in fact, operators, uh, business owners uh, uh, in any industry uh, are doing that already. They are already um, problem solving. They are already having to think through things differently, um, no matter what, whether uh, we're in a pandemic or not in a pandemic. And so creativity just invites you uh, to come to the table and to um, and to release the status quo, to release what you think it needs to be, to, um, to figure out a, a new way of doing things, you know, rather than saying, well, we're doing it this way because that's the way it's always been done. Or we do it this way because, uh, because that's the way I was taught, like, like a enough of that. I think um, I, I try to challenge operators to, to rethink uh, their operations, to rethink how they come at things. And the bottom line is operators uh, and chefs and you know anybody that works in a restaurant, let's say, they know their guests better than anybody, or at least they should, right? Certainly mm -hmm. better than, uh, than I know them. I'm a, I'm a consultant coming in. It's my job to ask a lot of questions and, and to make sure that they understand, that they can really articulate you know, who their, um, who their audience is and figure out what do they want? Okay, you know who they are, you know what they want, then how are you uniquely positioned to provide them with that? That's all it is. And, you know, creativity comes in. We talked a lot about the pivot over the course of the pandemic, right? So 18 months ago, uh, your audience, your customers came to you for one thing, and then the, the world shut down and we could no longer provide that thing, right? If that was in-person dining, uh, but your customers still needed something. It's just what they needed is different than what they needed before. So you had to get creative. You had to stop and think, who are my people? What do they want? And how can I serve them? And then get creative in figuring out what you do to serve them. For a lot of people that was uh, takeout and delivery, for other people that was home meal kits or, or you know, or Zoom cooking classes or, you know, uh, packaging up, you know, sauces and, 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 and goods to take home, on and on and on. People got creative by just asking that question. Who are my people? What do they want? And how can I help them? How can I serve them? That's all the creativity goes back to. I like that. Who are the people? What do they want? And how do I help? Listen, this is, uh, this is marketing, right? You can look up, you know, uh, open up a marketing textbook and, uh, and read the definition. And I think it's like, I always call it word salad, right? Like you just threw everything in there and like, like what is marketing? It's da -da 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 -da, you read through there. You're like, I, at the end of it, I, I don't know what marketing is. I think marketing is everything. Uh, I always say that marketing just comes down to three things. It's three questions. What's the product? Who's it for? And how can we reach them? You're going to yeah. do that over and over and over again, no matter what industry, what product, what service you're trying to sell. What's the product? Who are you trying to reach, right? Who's that product for? And then how do you reach them? How do you make sure they know about you? How do you make sure to, to put it in front of them, to, to bring them back? That's all marketing is. Just keep recycling those three questions over and over. What's the product? Who's it for? And how do you reach them? That's it. Love that. 
That's yeah, the I secret. The, the, the textbook of product, price, place, promotion, and post-service. It's yeah, like, it, it's a little, to add another P, passe. <laughs> listen, you know, listen, I got my MBA in food marketing. Like, I, I know this. I've gone through all this stuff. I, you know, I see what the textbooks say. You know, again, when we talk about segmentation, it's just figuring out, like, take a big fancy term like segmentation. And this is what happens. Operators hear this, this very academic approach, and they go, oh, well, that's not for me. That's for, that's for a big company with a big marketing budget. No, no, and, no. And, and a lot of data on a, a lot, lot of customers, right? No. I don't yeah. All it is, is figuring out who would love your product? Who out there are you trying to serve? Who's going to love what you do? I make really great pizza. Great. Who do you think is going to love your kind of pizza? I make really good sandwiches. We can figure out who loves that. I, I you know, have a sports bar. Who are the kind of people that you think are going to like this and why? What about it? And then you can go find those people. What's the product? Who is it for? How can you reach them? That's it. Yeah. And and with the marketing, though, I mean, one of the things is with with Instagram and social media, there is so much noise out there, Chip, like so much noise. How do you stay? How do you stay relevant? How do you even how, how are you seen with so much uh, noise by being the most you you can be? Right. It's this old cliche. Right. There's oh, only we, we one love Dr. You. Seuss here. Yeah, there is only one you. There's nobody who's more you than you are. So be the most you you can be. Stop being you know, we don't need just another pizza place. We don't need just another sushi place. We don't need just another sports bar because I got a great sports bar. I go there all the time. I'm not going to go to another one. I got a great pizza place. I'm going to order from them. So, you know, what you said in your, your intro, right? What are the stories only you can tell? And that's how you start. You start by identifying what are the ways that you differentiate yourselves? How can you separate yourselves from all the other businesses out there, from all your competitors, from, from all the other noise? You cut through the noise by saying, this is what we do. We do this better than anyone else, and, and we believe in it. If you want this, if you think this is for you, then this is where you come get it. This is, uh, this is what it's all about. So that's how you that's how you start to cut through the noise you don't cut through the noise by putting videos on instagram that look like the other places videos on instagram you don't stand out on tiktok by doing the same kind of stuff that other people do on tiktok it's funny there's a guy i connected with on clubhouse uh, he's a listener of uh, the restaurant strategy podcast his name's matt kirshner uh, he just bought a restaurant uh, out in um, out in michigan uh, in a suburb outside of detroit the restaurant's been there for like 50 years it's this like classic old burger place and he you know he kind of uh, revitalized this whole brand which which feels very old-fashioned like you know, the counter with the soda fountain. And, and it feels very like, like really, really retro, like right out of the fifties. And he revitalized it uh, by uh, going on to TikTok. And he said, I'm going to make the weirdest burgers uh, I can come up with. And I'm going to make these every day. Once a day, I'm going to make some really weird burger. Uh, if you guys want me to keep doing it and you guys vote at the end of the week and whatever wins, I'm going to put on the menu and you can get it for the next month or the next week or whatever it is. And he started blowing up this very like static stayed brand. And he revitalized it, not by changing anything about how they do what they do or, or what they serve, uh, but just by offering a different way to connect with people, right? Like if you didn't think this product was for you, let me show you how, why I think it is gonna be for you or why it could be for you. It's, it's awesome. And, and I love that you're talking about finding something that you're specifically focused on be, because one of my, every year on my birthday, I uh, write down a, 
uh, a personal blog post, a journal entry on what have the last 365 days taught me. And this last year, the thing that it really taught me was it is better to do something for someone than stuff for people. And it is like, if, if you have, and this is honestly one of the beauties of, of ghost kitchens, right? Who wants to order burgers from a taco shop, right? But if you have a really good burger and you've come up with a really good way to do it, then great, open up a ghost kitchen. Don't open up, uh, don't add burgers to your menu, right? Absolutely. Because it's about, it's about uh, being something for someone. And I, and I think it's so important that, you know, like for example, this burger place, right? He, he didn't come out with, Here's, here's a new chicken sandwich, right? If I hear of one more place opening up a chicken sandwich, so help me, I'm going to go anyway. Yeah, I, I no, just, no, no, no. We're, we're done with the chicken, right? I actually heard, weren't we in a clubhouse together where someone said that they were thinking about opening up a restaurant called Not Chicken Sandwiches? <laughs> no, I don't think I was in that room. <laughs> I love that. Well, here's the really interesting thing, right? You just said, right? Be something to someone, right? The opposite of that, the antithesis of that is you can't be everything to everyone. Nobody cares about that. That's Cheesecake Factory. Who cares? You're never going to beat Cheesecake Factory at what they do. You're never going to out Cheesecake Factory, Cheesecake Factory, right? That's fine. Let them own that, right? Like it's for a specific group who are looking for a specific experience. Let Cheesecake Factory own that part uh, That part of the market. The beauty is that to run a, a profitable restaurant, you don't need everyone. So you don't have to be everything to everyone. Be something very, very specific. And it's funny, your story about ghost kitchens really reminds me uh, of an episode I just... Uh, I just did on the podcast a couple of weeks ago uh, with a guy named Nathan Mergen. He's a good friend of mine. He's a colleague of mine. Uh, we work together in, um, in New York City. He's since moved out to Madison, Wisconsin to be closer to family. And he opened up a restaurant about two years ago. And, uh, and he was trying to find its identity. He was trying to figure out what they want it to be. They're in a great location right in the heart of everything, like two doors down from the state capitol pandemic hits and he's trying to hold on to his identity and he opens up two ghost kitchens. He opens up the burger lab and the pasta bar because he loves burgers and he loves like Italian cooking. He's a really good Italian chef, uh, but there was no place for that in his, uh, in his bar. And he, he had this like tavern, right? Like, like old, you know, uh, aluminum ceiling, you know, big banquettes, wood, exposed brick. And he just felt like he wanted to be more upscale than burgers and he didn't know how pasta really fit into to his vision for what this place was. So he opens these ghost kitchens, right? Because who wants to get pasta from a tavern? Who wants to yeah, get? Yeah. Right. So he opens uh, the burger lab and the pasta bar and they take off. He starts killing it. He's generating more revenue off these ghost kitchens than he is off of the, uh, the, the main restaurant. Well, he goes a long way out of his way to realize then to figure out his identity that really what he really wants to be doing is are these other things. And he then built a concept, then kind of rejiggered uh, his idea of what his restaurant was so that it, it, he could fit these under the umbrella. And now they are the busiest they've ever been. And they're still at limited capacity out there in Wisconsin, uh, but he's killing it. And so now he's actually kind of shut down the ghost kitchens, because they're all now part of the main identity of the restaurant. It's very cool really? to see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so you could go there and get, you know, burgers and pasta. Well, now it's become this kind of like, 
like a, like an Italian American tavern, or it's like he's got some like really cool way of uh, of like explaining like how it fits under his like you know like a modern Wisconsin tavern, and what does that mean? And he talks a lot about the area, the um, uh, the community, and about how you know Italian Americans were here, Polish Americans, and all of this, and oh, so all of that kind of pulls under. So now he starts talking about the community, and now he's really uh, not just part of the community, but of the community. You know, really, um, yes. really representing them. Yeah, it's been it's been cool yeah because it's it's so important that you don't look at and we, we talk about this all the time on the podcast but it's so important that you don't look at ghost kitchens as your ticket to another you know five thousand dollars a month right what a ghost kitchen is it's an opportunity to find another expression to find another avenue to connect with the community yeah yeah that's to, exactly to be, right to be genuine about it that's and, exactly right and one of the things that you know we're always so curious about is how do you bring the brand home? You know, we've got these brands. So much of it is like off-prem. How do you bring the brand home? How do you exp- how do you transfer what they saw on Instagram to what they get delivered to them? Yeah, and I and I think that conversation really starts uh, long before that. When when you have to start understanding, um, start trying to identify what is the brand, who are we, what are we all about. Who do we serve? How do we serve them? Right. Those are all. So a lot of times on the show and with my clients, I'll talk about the ABCDs of marketing. They stand for audience, brand, competition and differentiation. And you have to lock those down. And it's amazing uh, how many restaurant owners avoid those. But audience, again, who's your audience? What problem do they have? How do you solve that brand? That means the product, the service. How does your brand specifically uh, serve them? Um, serve them day after day. You know what? What are you doing to solve their problems? C is for competition. Uh, who else is trying to solve that same problem? And, and then differentiation is how can you separate yourself from the others? How are you better? How are you different? How are you uniquely positioned uh, to solve their problems as opposed to the other places? Right. That is what a restaurant or any brand, any company needs to figure out first, the A, B, C, D. And the key is that A, B, C, D leads to E and E stands for everything. Every choice you make is an opportunity to communicate something to your audience, right? And that's what you're talking about. So how do you communicate that uh, to your audience? There are a a million different channels, right? Uh, From social media, from the website, to the menu, to your signage and your business card and the kind of service and the uniforms and the kind of food and the kind of prices and the way you present that food. And and that's where, if you're thinking in terms of that ABCD, then you'll do like like a business audit and you'll make sure that everything you're doing is positioned, is aligned to tell a cohesive story. Again, like you said in the intro, what are the stories that only we can tell? You have to understand what they are. You've got to get super clear on them so that you can be deliberate about what you're doing, right? It drives me crazy when uh, when restaurant owners just do things to do things rather than being uh, deliberate about what you're doing. And so the way the menu is presented uh, to the to the guest uh, dining in the restaurant is one thing, uh, but it also has to be considered how that uh, menu is being delivered to them uh, on their phones or at home on the website. And how the food is presented in, in the restaurant is one thing. And you do have to give consideration to how it's getting presented uh, in takeout. It's all part of the same thing. Absolutely. Because, you know, I, I work in New York City in advertising. And one of the tenants is that everything communicates. 
Yep. Do you know what Burger King did when they were announcing their 50th, uh, the 50th anniversary of the Whopper? One of the things that their advertising agency recommended to them is that they repaint the parking lot lines. And it seems like, well, why? Well, because if, you, if you're bringing people back in there, what is their impression, right? Cheap, dingy, you know, fourth class. It's like the, the, the little the, things matter. And, and when you go in there and you see a, a crappy looking parking lot, it starts off. That is the first thing that they taste is their feeling of the parking lot. And yeah. so that, that was one of the things they did. And so I, I love that everything communicates. And I'm it's talking, so, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm talking to a new client, a potential new client. And they basically said, no, 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 I, I don't think we need this. And I said, okay, well, let me just tell you about the experience I had just answering your phone. I, when I called your restaurant, um, just to get some basic information, I called as if I was a, as if I was a, a diner off the street. I wanted to know when they were open, were they still, were they operating uh, indoor dining at, at limited capacity? Uh, what were they offering? Could I order online? Could I take to go? Um, you know, is the, is the menu um, uh, limited? Is, what, and, I, and so I shared my experience. I said, so I, I hear you, but I'm telling you there, there's a better way forward. This is my first impression, right? Or this person's first impression of your restaurant was this. And let me share that experience with you. Everything matters. Absolutely. So Chip, what, what would be your final piece of advice to restaurant owners, operators? Take the time to take a step back, take a deep breath and really answer those questions. Audience, brand, competition and differentiation. Figure out what your product is, what, what need it fills, what problem it solves and for whom uh, it solves that problem. Figure out who else is trying to solve that same problem, right? Like if I serve pizza here in uh, in Brooklyn, who else is trying to uh, serve uh, pizza in Brooklyn? Who else is trying to solve that problem? And then find ways to separate yourself. Be the most you you can be. Uh, and that starts by uh, by figuring out what are the stories only you can tell. Figure out what makes you unique and then lean into that. Then look at everything you're doing and, and figure out how you can overhaul. And maybe it just starts by changing a couple of things, right? Changing a couple of menu items or changing the description on a couple of menu items or, you Know, changing your service style or whatever it is. Uh, start small, but but figure out who you are and what problem you're trying to solve and make sure everything is aligned before you do anything else. doesn't matter what you put on social media if it's not telling the story you want to be telling. doesn't matter if you have a website, if you're not telling the story that you want to be telling, right? If, if it doesn't match the experience that you're trying to provide, take the time to do that. Forget about all the tech, all the wizardry, all the, all the different devices, tools, tactics, you know, the Facebook ads, forget all of that. Figure out who you are and who you're for before you do anything else. And, and that will inform everything else. It does inform everything else. Absolutely. Awesome. Here are my key takeaways. Number one, creativity invites you to release the status quo. That, if that's not posterizable, I don't know what is. But number two, marketing uh, is so important to remember what is the product, who is it for, and how do you reach them? Number three, nobody is youer than you and tell the story only you can tell. Number four, ABCD. Audience, brand, competition, differentiation. Uh, and number five, take the time to take a step back so you can shoot forward. Chip has given us some great frameworks here that we can use. And these frameworks are incredible tools to help build that foundation to get to, to, get to where we need to be in order to be what we have to be. So uh, Chip, how do people find you, follow you? 
Uh, the best way is to uh, find me on my website. It's chipclose.com, spelled with a K. So C-H-I-P-K-L-O-S-E.com. Or you can find the podcast, Restaurant Strategy, anywhere you find podcasts. Take, uh, take me with you on your commute or on the treadmill. It's good listening. Well, Chip, for being such a great uh, advocate for the restaurant space and for helping us get these frameworks to really rethink our business and even a little bit our lives, today's ovation goes to you. Thanks for joining us, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Glad you're with us today and thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to OvationUp.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.